episode number 11 with Dane G. And Dan G. Dan G. You are, uh, let's see, you're, you're, you were in Cartagena. Now you're back in the book, right? Yeah, I went up. Uh, yeah, Steve, I, you know, just, it's really exhausting. I just couldn't pet any more dolphins. But too many private islands? Was that the problem? Yeah, I'd say the private islands every day, you know, you know just going out there on, on the boat, it's, it's exhausting. Yeah, yeah, all the manta rays and just yeah. all the tropical fish and the umbrella drinks. I, I mean, it's like signing autographs, you know, petting those dolphins, you know, and I just, you know, I got tired of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy's coming up to you and he's like, Mr. Mr. Garcia, Mr. Garcia, yeah. we have four yeah. more dolphins for you to pet. <laughs> right. But I'll tell you what, going to private islands is a great way to become an alcoholic in 30 days. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. I mean, Good deal. Yeah. I, I managed to do it in like three days, but hey, oh. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, shit. Yeah. That's only 10% of the time. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no, but it's, it's actually uh, Cartagena um, really actually pretty, pretty inexpensive as far as, you know, um, going out to islands. There's a lot of private islands you can go out to, which is really nice. You can go pet some dolphins, uh, sea turtles and stuff. So yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of cool stuff and um, yeah, just fun, you know? Nice, nice. And you're uh, you're about to come back to the states. I gotta say that uh, uh, I will be glad when you get back in the U.S. because I feel like I've been communicating with the Colombian drug lord for the past uh, uh, month. You know, you've got like three burner phones, and I don't know which <laughs> number to call. And I'm like, do I use WhatsApp? Is he on Wi-Fi? Like, how do I get a yeah. hold of this fucking guy? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's kind of tough when you got to start throwing away phones. You know. Yeah. <laughs> break them in half get this is not a secure out. line i told you yeah. not to call me on this number oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man yeah i mean well the good news is you can get a hold of me but yeah it'll be better you know come this coming week so yeah we're good like that okay good deal yeah good i've deal. had my fill on cocoa rice and salsa for uh, for a while yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, but Cartagena is cool. Highly suggested. Um, a lot of peddlers, though. You know, I was there during kind of a festival, so I kind of felt like I was in Masaclan on the beach, dude, with like you know people selling you chicklets and stuff, chicklets, children, and like you know sunglasses. You know, you're like just enough, please leave yes, me alone. Stop, stop. Yeah. So I, that's when I decided to check into the Hyatt and just do the pool thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody bothers you up there. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Did you get in any of those, um, uh, do any tours of the, of the, the castle oh, there? The, you know, the guy oh, with the, uh, they the got the one statue legged of him. Pirate. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. One leg, did. one arm, and oh, I think he yeah. even had one eye and he defeated yeah. the Spaniards or something like that. <laughs> and his bird as well on his shoulder. That's right, yeah. He's got the parrot on his shoulder. Fucking, <laughs> it's like a true story too, so it's like. You know, weirder. No, but you know, the thing is every single time, and you know, I want everybody to know this, look, the tour, know that you're gonna get, you're gonna, you're gonna have to do the jewelry store thing or like whatever it is. And I know this, I've been on a hundred of these things. I know not to do it and I still did it. 
they always stop off at a little oh. a little uh, keychain store uh, uh, something. Yeah, they warm you up. They yeah. warm you up with that. Yeah, that's like the warm up, you know, yes. to the big one, to the big like, you know, the, to the big store that has like, you know, one entry and the exit is like a mile around the other side. <laughs> yes. You're like, wait a minute. I paid for the great wall tour. I didn't pay to go to a, you know, keychain store. What are we doing here? Right. <laughs> Well, uh, I got to learn all about uh, emeralds. So uh, there you go. <laughs> oh, cool. How many did you buy? Um, let me think about that. Yeah, I just can't remember how many I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I even think the girl was even, the girl explaining the whole thing. I, think, I, I could tell she didn't even want to be there. <laughs> she was just over it. She was just, yeah. Like nobody wanted to be there in the whole thing, you know? <laughs> the whole store. <laughs> quintessential jewelry store tour oh the quintessential jewelry store tour oh my god I, and i know every time i'm like god i should have just taken the tour by myself i know you know <laughs> and then, then all of a sudden they put you in a bus and there's like you know 100 other people and yeah it's, it's, it's the same thing every time every 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 place so every time it doesn't yeah, matter so the well. country it doesn't matter the country so just everybody beware of the yeah. tour <laughs> joe and i did one of those when we saw the uh terracotta soldiers you know, we oh, got up the, in China. You you yeah. know you're you're stopping off in these little quintessential oh, yeah. places when uh, mean, they pick you up in the uh, in the short bus. Oh you know? yeah. Oh and, yeah. And uh, you get on yep. there before you get there, they drop you off at the little uh, you know magnet store or something. And you're yeah. like, uh oh, it's yeah. starting. Yeah. Then yeah, you get to see what you up. want. But on the way back, you know they've got you because they're your ride home. Yeah. You know, and, and it's so late. They, yeah, it is late. <laughs> And we stopped off at, uh, it was a Chinese uh, silk shop. And they really get you because uh, the door that we went in, it looked like, it was, it was kind of like a strip mall, you know? Yeah. Um, but we went in this door and then we went up to the second floor and it just opened up into this giant warehouse where they literally had like this mousetrap type maze where you have to walk yeah. through the entire store before you can get to the register and then walk back out. And that's when you realize the door that you walked in, there yeah. was a door directly next to it, you know, a foot and a half to the right, that was the exit. But you've since walked two and a half miles through this t entire warehouse maze and then come back out, you know? It was, uh, uh, Joe got taken on that one. He got some $700 sheets that I <laughs> $700 silk sheets. Hey, well, I hope he's using them well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I bought a shirt just because we were there for an hour and a half, and I was so fucking bored. And, yeah. Uh, I don't even think I have the shirt anymore. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, buyer beware of these tours, man. They, every time. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, how's your... Um, yeah. We got our little 30-day uh, challenge we should tell everyone about. Oh, shit. That's right. Damn it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling that one, Steve. Well, uh, we kind of decided to do, uh, I did a little challenge. I mean, this, I don't want to be one of those stupid internet things, but I just kind of for health, for beneficial health reasons, right? So, uh -huh. uh, and I know you do the, uh, the cold shower thing. So I was like, yo, you know what? I'm going to try it for 30 days. Um, but I didn't have a choice when I started. So let me, so I, I want to point that out. <laughs> so, <laughs> there is no water heater. <laughs> there was no water heater where I was staying and it was cold water. So I was like, Hey, well, like, this is a great time to start this challenge. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> I'm already three days in, not by choice. Yeah, I'm, I'm three days in. I'm going to call Steve that I started the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. So I got to admit, this is the first time I've taken like a cold shower and I don't even know how many years. And 
That was terrible. It's fucking awful, isn't it? It's fucking awful. My, I was like, you know, like fat people, you know, if you're fat, you know, you can't see yourself pee. Well, it's like, I didn't know that could happen if you were skinny. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, why are my balls in my liver? (laughs) I'm choking on something. I believe it's Yeah, I'm choking on something. Oh yeah, it's a ballsicle. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I've tried different techniques for the past three days in doing this, and there's nothing really works. You know, I, I call it like the, you know, the turn of death. You know, I try to do like you know one like death turn. You know what I mean? Just turning you know around in the shower once, and then I go twice. Yeah, that doesn't work. I, I try to like kind of pregame with like cold water on my back. Nothing. It just doesn't work. No, nothing. Just, no. just, just shut, just shut the hell up and just, just do it. But, just, um, but you got to just turn it on and take it. Yeah. Know? But there is a lot of benefit to it. Definitely feel a lot better. Um, the, you know, I know that there's, there's, a, there's probably about like 10 or 11 different like health benefits to it, but definitely feel better doing it. It just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you uh, know, yeah, it's uh, the, the, those first like 20 to 30 seconds, just, I've been doing it for a couple of years, you know, just in the morning, I just turn on the cold water, flip the uh, switch so that it comes out the uh, shower instead of the tub spout and uh, you just take it. You know? Oh, it's, man. Uh, but it's rough, uh, it, man. Yeah, it does uh, uh, contribute to fat loss. Yes, uh, I know does. that. And there's something about when you hit the water up on your upper back and neck, that mm-hmm. seems to trigger um, your body's response to start burning fat. I, maybe it's just to keep you warm. And, uh, you know, stress. your body's got to gotta click in and, and start, to, you know, so you don't go hyperthermic. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's uh, benefits as far as, like, um, uh, increased immunity. Um, right. A lot of people do it for just, um, you know, just kind of basic, you know, cold and flu stuff to kind of um, ward off against stuff like that. Um, as I know it increases, you know, increases your metabolism as well as it supposedly endorphins um, your circulation as well. Um, and yeah, so I mean, there's a definitely it's like kind of like shock treatment. You definitely feel a lot more alert, you know, when you're when you're done. But man, I mean, I recommend it, but Jesus Christ, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my seventh one. Are, are we doing that? Can I just do like 30 showers? Because otherwise, I, you know, I work out. So it's like, I got to take two showers a day. So this is starting to suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's really going to suck when you get home and you have the option of hot water. <laughs> well, can I start off with like warm and then like go down? Is that okay? That's the um, that's the, the way I way? started with it uh, to kind of okay. ease into it and yeah. uh, uh, but uh, you're just delaying the inevitable. Yeah. Know? Well, I got to tell you this. This is something I found out. I was like, you know, forget the prison. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap in the cold shower because that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me like three times. I'm like, oh shit! I got to pick that thing up. It's freezing it just you know your whole back it's just, it's just done <laughs> your showers are quicker right i mean they're probably half oh, your the time sh- of your uh, warm shower i right? save i save probably well i haven't saved yet because i haven't been home <laughs> but <laughs> but literally like i would say my showers are like four minutes <laughs> yes yeah. instead of 12 four, yeah instead of like 12 oh let me work on this one spot with some hot water yeah you know <laughs> nah and i'm like in and i'm out <laughs> a little yeah, PT I, decided and egg. To, I decided to do uh you you talked before about there you told me maybe 
six months or a year ago that uh, yeah. you like doing air squats in the morning. And I thought, yeah, I okay, you're doing the cold showers. Yeah. I, I could do uh, 30 air squats every morning for 30 days. Wake and, see up. What, uh, and your hands don't get dirty because it's not like you're doing push-ups on the floor. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm curious to see. I, I took a measurement of my thighs this morning. I'm curious to see if they get oh, any man, bigger you after 30 do. days. You would do that, but you I would, yeah. like, did, did you do like the circumference of your ass too, or? I did not. Maybe I should have oh. done that one as well. Well, you should have done, yeah, because it's kind of thighs and ass, you know? Okay. The thighs yeah. are 21 inches right now. So nice, nice oh. little bean poles. We'll see if, yeah. uh, <laughs> see if those go up by a quarter inch after a month. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, how'd you feel? I mean, you feel like alert, awake? or what's Yeah, I, I feel good. Um, you know, uh, just as soon as I get up, um, you know, I just, I just do them right then. Just get them over with. Yeah. And, it's uh, easy, right? Like, yeah. Cause you know, yeah. you don't have to like get down on the ground and you gotta do anything. It's just a quick little boom, boom. And you know, it's kind of like drinking your glass of water. Right. So it's yeah. You, you know what I noticed? Um, so this is the second day I've done it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, is it's like, uh, how can I describe it? It's kind of like everything's getting in alignment, you know? So mm -hmm. after laying down for eight hours and then if you just jump up and do 30 air squats, or 50 if you're energetic or more. Uh, yeah. But um, it was kind of like the first 10 things are kind of getting warmed up. And then yeah. after that, I noticed I could go a little bit deeper. And then I felt yeah. like my spine kind of like get mm -hmm. in alignment. And then the last 10 or so, um, my back was actually cracking, like kind of down towards um, uh, my lower back. And I, it, it kind of puts everything in alignment, in alignment you know, right, right after right. you get up, you know? So it's, yeah. uh, it's a neat... Uh, a uh, little habit, I think one that I'll probably just do. Yeah, it literally happy. takes 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 30, you know, within a minute you're done, right? You know, it's yeah. really easy to do. You just hop out of bed, you know, nice 30 squats, boom, done. Go Get off, the endorphins the going, you know, probably yeah, start, uh, boost a little bit of testosterone. Yeah, then you can start thinking about that cold shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Man, that is just, that is something, man. I'm going to tell you. Oof, man. Oh. You find yourself like kind of like uh, sometimes when I'm not feeling especially energetic towards the cold shower and, you know, mm -hmm. I got to leave for work at uh, 710 in the mm -hmm. morning and it's like 655 and I'm all, well, I haven't brushed my teeth yet. Normally I brush my teeth after I get out of the shower, but I suppose I could brush them now and then it would delay the shower by two and a half minutes. <laughs> there's, there's no, you can't talk your way out of it. Dude. There's no, like, you, you're just delaying the inevitable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just, there's no way to make it. I mean, I, look, I'm going to be honest. I try to pour in like, you know, two cups of cold water on my balls to start. That still don't, nothing works. You can't like pregame it. You know what I mean? I put it on my feet a little to like, you know, it did nothing works. Yeah. <laughs> You're just, just splashing nothing. it on your thighs a little bit. Yeah. First. Maybe this will yeah. prep me. No, no, it won't. Nothing will prep yeah. you. <laughs> I, I tried like all different parts of my body prepping. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Just start with your feet under there. You're like, well, maybe yeah. this will help. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Were they just the extremities? You know, yeah, yeah. nothing. Man. So, yeah. yeah. But anyways, man, guys, it's great. You guys should, you all benefit from it. It's awesome. Just, it just sucks. It's awesome and it sucks at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> After it's done though, you really oh, yeah. do you feel, great. feel amazing. You feel great. You feel, if you've never done it, you feel like, um, you know, once you get past the 30 seconds, you finish the shower, you turn off the water, you actually feel kind of like this, uh, war you feel warm uh, after the shower, ironically. It's, it's almost like this heat is kind of like burning 
inside your chest and radiating out and um uh, yeah. it triggers something in your body that just like turns it on and uh, yeah. you feel like you're ready to face the day you know i got yeah. it from um i think i got it from tim ferris he was on the adam carolla show and he was talking about it and uh then adam carolla started doing it and i thought yeah what the hell i'll try it and i was like wow this is fucking miserable but there's <laughs> yeah. tim put it best i think when he said uh that there's something about voluntarily putting yourself through pain like that first thing in the morning mm-hmm. that when other little De- things come up in the day that might normally derail you um right. you're a little bit more prepared for it you know because you, you've yes. already you've already you know uh punished yourself yeah. within 15 minutes of waking up in the morning you know what what could be worse than that right just a way to handle st- stress management <laughs> yeah it's really good for relieving stress too ironically yeah. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. So yeah, get on. Yeah, get on the program. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awful. <laughs> fucking awful. Yeah. 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 You're gonna you're gonna hate it, but you should do it. Uh, yeah. Oh shit! I feel like we're uh, hiding the lead here. Uh, Dane oh, G. Oh shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow, get that some, was a yeah, twenty we, minute we, hide right there. Yeah. Yo. Yo. Dane G is coming on the show. It's all good. Yes. Um, shout out stars. What do we got? Uh, he um uh he's got um uh airbnb down in uh bucaramanga you stayed at uh one or two yeah. of his places right yeah a couple of his spots yeah 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 pretty good, pretty good setups there and so he rents um uh he rents airbnb B, or he rents apartments uh you know mm-hmm. from the owner and then he turns around and rents them through airbnb he doesn't even live in columbia he lives up in seattle um, yeah he used so. to but yeah he spent a lot of time well he well he'll explain his story because yeah, so we'll, we'll get to that, right? Yeah, yeah, but uh, super interesting. Um, yeah, it's just excited. a different different twist on doing Airbnb, you know, instead of actually like buying a place and then Airbnb it are, um, you know, that's kind of what, you know, most people do. Um, but, you know, this is something that, you know, people were doing in the States a while back and it's just, it's just another way of doing Airbnb, right? So, you know, renting it out and, um, you know, just kind of doing it that Subletting way. it. Yeah. yeah, it's basically subletting it and, uh, you know, the cash flow, um, you know, the numbers seem to work for what he's doing. So, yeah, um, it's, a, it's just uh, be interesting just to get his take on how he's doing everything. Yeah, yeah. It, um, um, yeah, I, I never would have thought of that you could profitably Airbnb a place and not own it. That, that was never even a thought in my head. But yeah, well, people used to do that here in the States, but oh, they did. Know, then, yeah, yeah, that was actually kind of a, a big thing probably about five years ago. But, you know, but these were people that, you know, they're like, you know, group of like college kids or whatever, or something happened. And, you know, they just, and then all of a sudden they didn't tell the owner and, you know, so people kind of got privy to it. So um, there's not a, a lot of it in the States anymore, but, um, but, you know, you, you can still do it, you know. So you have to be able to sublet it though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's uh, yeah. I'm curious to pick his brain, how, it, how he's able to do that and where he's doing it. It's not even legal down there. Uh, no. So he's figured um, out yeah. a way around that. Yeah. Which is yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of like Uber, you know, Uber's not, not, Uber's not legal in Columbia either. So. Huh. And they still get around it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Kind of, kind of like Airbnb. All right. Free all market. We'll find a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At, uh, oh, you were mentioning that uh, your friend uh, you think has a has a stalker. Oh yeah, she called me. 
She's like, yo, she's, she calls me Dan G. She's like, Dan G, I got a stalker. And I was like, well, do you need help? Or like, what's up? She's like, no, 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 no. It's like, it's cool. And I was like, well, that's weird. Why are you calling me about a stalker? And you're saying it's cool. Like, what's cool about that? And she's like, well, you know, he's around and like, you know, I was like, yeah, I mean, do you want a restraining order? <laughs> like, and she, she like seems to think it's cool to have a stalker. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was like, like what, what's fucking weird? <laughs> That's got to be one of the single worst uh, ways to spend your time is stalking someone. I, I guess. You're literally putting time into someone that has no interest in you or may not even know <laughs> that you exist. <laughs> There's no rate of return on it. It's no, like a, no. it's like a losing bet. Not only are they not interested, they're fucking terrified of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to like wonder. Does, is this like maybe just someone from the gym that like hides out in the bushes when she comes out or something? I don't know, but you know, it's a it's, it's very strange. So, anyways, yeah, this is the kind of friends I have. <laughs> uh, I saw you at the gym. Oh, and then I saw you later this afternoon at the store. Huh, that's strange. Yeah, yeah. In the vegetable section. Yeah. <laughs> you were walking a dog in front of my house back and forth. That's weird. Yeah, I, I just don't know about who has time for that. I mean, it's like a part, that's like a job, man. I mean, you got no time. You know, people are going to be somewhere. You got to be there. It's like, dude, it's a part. I mean, it's a job, you know, yeah. to yeah. stalk someone, you know, you know, appropriately. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to do it right. I mean, to be a good stalker, you got to really put some, I mean, I, I just, just no way I could do it. I mean, I think I, I think my ex-girlfriend, I was like 21, you know what I mean? I think she was cheating on me. I think I waited for her to come home at like seven o'clock in the morning. That's about as good as it got, but I left at like six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't really committed to the cause then. I wasn't committed to the cause. I'm not a good stalker. And I just, no. you know, we got to work I, on that, dude. I, I suck. You know <laughs> so. what you could have done? Uh, well, the technology probably wasn't around back then, but now yeah. on Amazon, you can get a GPS uh, a magnetic oh, tracker. tracker. Yeah. Oh, like 59 yeah, Just clip that to uh, the inside wow. of their bumper and you can yeah. get a good night's sleep and then just wake it up in the morning and see where they've been, you know, without oh. having to physically sit outside their house, you know? Right. Yeah. Save time, energy, and effort. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, just pro tip there. Yeah. Pro, pro stalker tip. <laughs> <laughs> In case any of you are, you know, committed to the cause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In case you have a little more fortitude than Daniel. Than, uh, yeah. GPS yeah appar apparently I suck, so. Yeah. <laughs> but the sure FBI and been. CIA have been using them for decades, you know. You yeah. You've got to get on the train here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know who has time for that kind of stuff. Just, you know, it just, I don't know, it's not a good investment. No. <laughs> No, it's a terrible uh, return on investment. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> How many people have, uh, you know, are married, happily married for 40 years now, and they're like, yeah, it all started when he stalked me. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, he was hiding in the bushes. Yeah, he was smiling at me. He, he really loved he me. He loved me. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot of relationships start out that way. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, cool. man. <clears throat> well, uh, should we bring on uh, Dane? Dane, yeah, let's bring on Dane. All right, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with Dane G. I got supersonic speed that I used to run to you. I stretch my arms for miles and miles and wrap Cool. What's up, Dane? How you doing, brother? Good, man. I'm doing good. Just that's awesome. Battle in the rain. 
Yeah. <laughs> as good as that can be. <laughs> well, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> yeah. You're down there in Columbia, so yeah. real bad for you. Where, where are you at? You're up in uh, Seattle? Uh, Woodby Island. Woodby Island, that's right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Good deal, good deal. Yeah, so um, Daniel has uh, rented a, uh, a couple of your units, and uh, he's been talking quite a bit about you, and uh, we've been excited to uh, get your take on Airbnb. I, I, I can tell you I've never even thought of renting a place and then renting it again uh, as an Airbnb. <laughs> that's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially but... in another country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes it a little harder, too. That he doesn't live in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So how how did you? Uh, can you kind of tell us your story? How you got uh, started with that, and like what you know? How did you? Yeah. Get into well, that? I appreciate the compliments. That was such a great idea, but I kind of found Airbnb by accident, not by on purpose in the beginning. Um. So I was living in Colombia, and I had bought a business from someone well i bought the business and she also had housing for me and uh was going to fix my visa situation i was coming off a bad breakup and then my visa ended up getting denied after that whole thing she stole my money and i got kicked out one one stop shop (laughs) it was a one stop shop (laughs) so i got kicked out of columbia and i had this sweet apartment and i really didn't have another option but to put it on there to tell you the truth Oh man, that's what we call getting had. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. really had. Oh man, so was she hot lo- at least? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> She's the worst person ever. But oh no, no, no redeeming qualities. <laughs> no, no. This is the worst of the worst. Oh what, man, what she did was she, well, she. She found me somehow when I was looking for an apartment. I just wanted a visa. And so she's like, oh, I'll get you a visa. I'm a lawyer. You can trust me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, perfect. I've never had a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Besides my ex that I just broke up with. But yeah. <laughs> I got really good experiences with lawyers. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, she had uh, had everything for me. She's going to get my visa work paperwork going and so i let her take care of the visa paperwork and it it turned out to be a process and then so she must she doctored a thing here or there to make it look like my business that she sold me that was her son's was worth like 94 million pesos like thirty thousand dollars and i hadn't even done any (laughs) had any sales or business and so then after she borrowed some money from me and said she was going to pay me back in a month and signed a paper. All of a sudden, when I went went into immigration in Bogota, she'd already reported the paper she falsified as me committing fraud before oh, I even the door. <laughs> wow! So I didn't really stand much of a chance. Wow, but, dude, you you yeah. you lost a fight before you even went into it. <laughs> oh God, I had no idea. Yeah. You're walking into the ring of fire. Yeah. So. Wow. Anyways, that's how I initially found Airbnb. <laughs> Everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But I appreciate you guys telling me it was an amazing idea. Yeah. <laughs> it found you. Mm-hmm. I love exactly. it. 
So you yeah. rented that one out, I guess, uh, and you had to do that from out of the country? Yeah, well, once you're kicked out, you can't be. You <laughs> they, don't really you. <laughs> they don't really let you back so, in, Steve. <laughs> yeah. And I had met a friend. He actually used to be my door guard at a, an old apartment and became my motorcycle messenger. His name's Dionel. I think he helped you in there, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. And, uh, Super nice guy. When I had to leave, uh, him and his daughter were the only ones that came over and helped me clean out all my stuff and take it to his parents' house, his friend's house, anywhere I could store it so that we could rent the place. We only had two days to do it. Oh, wow. So he helped me out a lot with that. And then ever since then, he's been in charge of my apartments down there. And wow. He's a real good guy. So wow. nice. Nice. And so you have, uh, you've got two apartments, right? And they're both in the, in the same, the same complex yeah. or building? Right now I have two apartments in the same building. Neither okay. of which you, was a building before my first one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Dan. You had others before and then um, maybe we could, because you, you actually had some problems. <laughs> so Yeah, um, yeah. It's not easy starting up a, a vacation rental business right. in another country in a building that you didn't really choose to start that business in. Oh, yeah. So, wow. Like, there was a lot of problems with building administration and neighbors that didn't like, because having an Airbnb and renting for less than 30 days in Colombia is technically illegal. Technically, right. So everybody, but if you search anywhere in Colombia, there's there hundreds and thousands of Airbnbs in cities. Right. People look the other way, but you just got to find the right building. And the building I had was not the right building. When I you, didn't really have a, you didn't really have a choice, though, because you're like, hey, no, no. Just, yeah, you're, you know. but that's how you live and learn. But right. Yeah, that building was it was great. Like if you look at pictures of my old apartment, it's a lot bigger. It's I think it was a cooler place, but. It had a lot of problems. Like it had a little swimming pool on the roof, but it was about the size of a bathtub. Oh. <laughs> and, and the hours were like on Tuesday and Wednesday, it's open two to three in the afternoon. On Friday, <laughs> Saturday, it's open ten to one. Like bizarre the, hours. <laughs> yeah. So there's the pool was bad. Um, it was also in a location right next to an emergency room. No. <laughs> And I didn't know Sirens that before I spent time. a night in the place. So it was like the oh, busy street in the city. So you got the, the street noise and then you got ambulances 24 seven. So I got complaints from guests about noise and oh, wow. the whole apartment also was just wired horribly. Oh. So there's some challenges. Like yeah. they, they ran every electrical wire basically to one breaker. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a like a, almost a fire and it would, it melted like one of my phones and some other <laughs> complained about it because it fried his laptop. <laughs> Somebody cut it cornered with the wiring. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So did you, did you have to get an electrician or like? <laughs> uh, me and Dionel tried to figure it out pretty much. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, right. which could have been good or bad. Might have made it worse. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we also had an issue with a gas leak from the oh, guy that installed the water heater. <laughs> oh god. Just so whenever you shower in the master, this gas smell just leaks straight into the kitchen. <laughs> I could, I could never smell it because I was the only one that would shower in the master. 
But I had guests complain, like, there's a bad smell of gas in the kitchen when I got the burner on when my husband's showering. I was like, oh, my God. She's like, she's like, my husband just passed out. I don't know what's going on around here. So we had to get out of that building. Oh, <laughs> sounds oh. like that was a wise choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I basically took everything that I learned I didn't want there and kind of... <laughs> Was able to <laughs> bad wiring, gas leaks, yeah. <laughs> fried laptops. Yeah, yeah. We'll just leave that. <laughs> they, the building administrator, would call the cops sometimes. Oh but... Jesus, that's terrible. <laughs> because of our Airbnbs, I used to have to say every person staying with me is a business associate or a friend, mm-hmm. and they can't legally prove that. I guess unless somebody says something. Okay. But so they were always bothering me and they called the cops a couple times. Oh, wow. And tried to say like, they can't enter and DNL would have to show up and he's pretty quick on his feet. He was a Marine and uh, he was able to get us through it. And here's a funny story. One time uh, the building administrator thought she was calling. She was going to block us from having these two guests come in for like 20 days. So I really need the reservation. Yeah, 20 days. That's, that's a long one. Yeah, and she said they can't come in, and she was hassling Dionel and me. And then um, Dionel was really stressed out and up in the apartment, and he got a call from a random number, and it was the building administrator. And he's like, "Okay," and he answers the phone, and she thought she was calling the owner of the apartment, oh. and she was like, "I just wanted to let you know that who's a female too, and Dionel's a male," and he's like. She's like, hello, Sonia. I just wanted to let you know they are renting your apartment. And Dionel and his voice is like, oh, really? <laughs> and then she said, yes, and we're, we need to stop them. And I just wanted to let you know. And Dionel's like, no, let them in. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, are you sure? And he said, yeah. And then, then Dionel hung up the phone. And said, you this. <laughs> and then we had no problem. They came right in. Oh my god, that's 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 freaking glorious! Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> now your your two oh, apartments man. that you have now, you you don't have issues like that anymore, right? Like it, there there's oh, other no. Airbnb guys that are doing the same thing, so so they're kind of that was the first, with the building manager and the, the first doorman thing I looked right? for in a new place was yeah, I searched on Airbnb and was like, where is a building that has other Airbnb? Right. I don't want to be the one guy fighting the battle in the building to get someone if there's a place right. where it's already chill. Right. So I yeah. found a building that was pretty centrally located, had a huge pool open all day, and had four or five existing Airbnbs in it. And I went to the building and looked at an apartment, and then I didn't like that apartment, but I asked the door guy to if there's a real estate agent or anybody that, that I could talk to and give me a number of a lady that has ended up renting me both apartments there. So. Oh, okay. cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So you didn't actually go through the administration. You actually went through like an actual real estate. Uh, yeah. So people know. And yeah. that's kind of hard to do in Columbia because yeah. they make it crazy to rent down there. Yeah. They, uh, you need two co-signers usually just for a year lease on an apartment. Mm-hmm. One of which like owns a farm which is wow. kind of weird. So it's kind of hard to get. So wow. like, how hey, I bypassed the system was, <laughs> yeah. 
pay six months rent upfront cash, and then she's like, yeah. okay, you, you don't need a co-signer. Yeah, <laughs> okay. what co-signer? What co-signer? Oh, That's you, how you we get me. around that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay, so yeah. you pay six months in advance cash, give that to your real estate agent, and then mm-hmm. you can Airbnb for for six months without. Well, the the real estate agent makes the deal with with the owner. Is with the owner, doing. correct? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and then she kinda... takes a slight cut off the rent, so she gets paid, and then. Yeah, I give her a tip, and yeah. she helps me out. So right on. And what about um, like the building uh, the building manager or the doorman or like that? Do you got to kind of tip them as you go every month, or how how does that work? I used to do that in my old building a lot. I would buy him hamburgers on Uber Eats from my phone up here the day I had a guest arriving and all sorts of stuff. But <laughs> that didn't end up being like the way to go because those are the guys that end up selling me out at the old building. Huh. <laughs> they, did, they didn't wow. like hamburgers, I guess, huh? No, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But at the new building, yeah, on like Christmas, I'll give everybody like a Christmas bonus down to like the maintenance guy and the gardener as the flowers out front. Oh, okay. That's cool. Just give them a little bit. A little bit yeah. can go a long ways down there because yeah. the exchange rate's so good right now. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. There's sometimes, or I'll, I'll give them something that I don't want anymore. I gave one of the door guys my binoculars <laughs> <laughs> because he's ex-military and liked them. And I don't know. You got to yeah. kind of grease the wheel every once in a while. But. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, so, uh, Dan, oh, go, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Oh, it, it, no, you're, you're good. Oh, no, I was just going to ask. Um, so basically you're uh, like your main kind of customers, you know, down there, the main kind of people that are staying, are they mostly Americans or kind of a mix of kind of Colombians and mix, you know, of Americans or. Yeah. Well, um, my intent from how I'm trying to run my business plan is I wanted to cater to foreigners coming to Bucaramanga because a lot of the Airbnbs there in my experience Mm -hmm. are pretty plain and not very comfortable Colombian right. furniture and beds and stuff yeah. is not comfortable pretty terrible yeah pretty to terrible. begin with it's more for like show yeah <laughs> it looks nice in the photo it looks really nice it's like sleeping on cardboard and, and yeah yeah and so I wanted to give like because my apartment was how I would furnish it I furnished yeah. it for myself so I was like yeah. why not try to do that replicate that and give something that's not really offered in Bucaramanga right now to foreigners. Yeah. yeah. And of course that was, that's nice too. They don't, foreigners don't usually like try to bargain your price down on Airbnb, like some <laughs> Colombians and stuff, but. Like, um, hey. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's not really a negotiable price when yeah, I'm renting right? for like, you know, not yeah. that much money. <laughs> Is there a definite yeah. difference between renting to an American and a uh, Colombian that's on vacation for a long weekend in uh, in uh, uh, in Bucaramanga? Oh, definitely. I love renting to foreigners down there because it's not Colombians' fault, really. It's because we know how Airbnb works. We've been around it our whole lives, and some of them are Still like new. new to the page. They just yeah. created an account and heard about this thing. So they expect to pay for really on arrival like and leave the apartment nice, like Daniel did, or yeah. <laughs> they don't really <laughs> care. It, they feel like I paid for this. This is my right to do whatever the hell I want. I want to piss on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a dog that came into our apartment <laughs> oh, without knowing the other day that 
did pee all over the floor. Oh, no. I had to replace a mattress like a week ago. Oh, you serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh jeez. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> but so, how does that work, Dane? Does it do, 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 with Airbnb? Do they? Is there any like? compensation for that and with the guests the dog peed the, the bed it's pretty yeah bad. well it's actually still says pending on my profile the, mm -hmm. i filed a claim and you you take photos okay and okay. you show that you have the rule that says no pets okay. so Got i it. should get reimbursed okay geez. so they're pretty good about that kind of stuff airbnb is pretty good about a lot of stuff yeah uh, they're really uh host friendly when it comes yeah. to if I, i'm a super host so yeah if I call them with concerns or anything, they, they're going to take my side over somebody that has two yeah. reviews. That's a guest yeah. that says some crazy stuff. So how do you become, how did you become a super host as opposed to, you know, the non-super hosters? <laughs> to become a super host, there's like four criteria. And one is you have to maintain over a 4.8 out of five mm -hmm. star in every category on a review. Okay. Nice. Okay. And cool. the other one is you have to have, I think 10 stays or a hundred nights worth of, um, okay with a, worth of guests during that review period of like four months and the other one is you have to respond to people's messages in a 90 percent response rate so that's pretty easy to do. another yeah. one is that you can't have a cancellation so oh. i can never cancel oh yes wow. can try to cancel i had a oh. guest the other day actually after when you were leaving daniel uh -huh. that showed up at about nine o'clock in the morning Oh, fun. Your, your checkout was at 11. Yeah. She, she was Dude, like, I'm right. here at nine in the morning and I need oh, to get to the apartment. <laughs> Dude, crazy. <laughs> can't cure crazy. <laughs> yeah. And now she's like, you need to cancel. And I was like, I'm not canceling. <laughs> like, I got you for five days on here on a non-refundable reservation. And you're here yeah. five yeah. hours early. You're so. not going to ruin my super host status. <laughs> yeah. yeah <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> How I dare you? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you can cancel. That's fine. It's not refundable. But oh, she was a nightmare. You left the apartment oh, so clean and everything. And she showed up and didn't say she had a cat. And oh god. Oh, is she geez. the one that is that the one that the, the pet was that the one that pissed the bed or <laughs> no, no, she actually brought a litter box. I was oh god. <laughs> was Jesus. I was more worried about the cat, honestly, because they scratch. Oh god, oh, god yeah. Oh, they'll do whatever they want. Oh yeah, and the oh, urine is way worse on a cat. Yeah, and oh, the, this girl was a piece of work. She just thought that she should be in the apartment when she wanted, and she shows up with her cat. We got oh, her in God. an hour after you left because you left the place so nice. But oh man, she she wanted a. I guess it said something on my page that I had included breakfast because normally we leave eggs or something but we didn't have time for her <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah she's texting us that night after just yeah, who's gonna where's my included breakfast oh. in the morning and um <laughs> you should have said we're like, uh, dnl, DNL over in, yeah and uh tidy white well that's what i else, what uh, i told you a cigarette to and make her an omelet <laughs> exactly <laughs> a little a little thong chong <laughs> well that's a dnl rotor he's like he, well, if you want me over there, I'll cook you breakfast like <laughs> at nine. I'll just come in and yeah. in the kitchen for a while and <laughs> make noise. <laughs> yeah, she didn't respond after that. We didn't have any more problems. 
that's, that's hilarious, man. Oh, yeah, see, see, you definitely have some characters rolling through there, you know? Oh, yeah. I had a... Most of my people I'm getting now actually are like, must be the pandemic. And mm-hmm. well, Columbia is always a great place to go. I mean, if you got dollars right now, and Bucaramanga is kind of a hidden gem. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah, it really is. Like Medellin used to be, like you said to me before. But yeah, I had yeah. one guy about two, no, it was in October. Um, I have, also have my apartments on booking.com and he reserved through booking.com. And I asked for his IDs and the IDs of his guests. And he sent me two IDs of two girls and his ID. <laughs> and he's like, I have two girlfriends. <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay. Do they and get along? Had... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. actually did. DNL told me yeah. that he came in with the two of them at the same time and that he, he stayed there for two weeks and he had two girlfriends. And he was a oh. trucker from Florida. Jesus. Well, he's got oh. it figured out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I he knows. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, he definitely, he's definitely not on the Save. Maybe he's on the Save a Ho program. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we all got that. We all got that friend, guys. Yeah. Yeah. No judgment. You no know? judgment. No, ju- no ju- judgment free zone. Only envy. Yeah. Only envy. <laughs> but I think the pandemic must have, you know, everybody's at home. I think a lot yeah. of people make relationships online and a lot of it probably in Columbia so I'm getting a lot of guests coming to meet their girlfriend for the first time or second time and it can be interesting yeah <laughs> I haven't had like the same girl show up for the <laughs> same guest twice so. oh oh that would be that would be a good one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so hey cool Dan so maybe you could talk about just so um things that maybe helped you as far as you know like, yeah definitely like, like, creature comforts or like you know your lock system's really good or you know, anything that, you know, could help somebody that maybe wants to do some, you know, um, you know, Airbnb that, that are, it's been kind of, you know, like, it, I think you had some air conditioning things um, that really help you out as well, you know, save on your bills. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would say um, if you're going to be remote, you have to be able to have some sort of control or help you, yourself out with like, having a smart door lock where you can change the code for guests yeah, and being able to monitor when they come in or arrive or check out. Cause sometimes guests will check it. I'll allow them to check in at midnight if they are driving and um, just pass them a, a door code. But that right. way you can tell when they arrive and what time they leave and mm-hmm. give them a, your own personal code and have yeah. some control with that. And if guests lose keys, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Before I had that, I had guests lose keys and you have to call locksmith for them. At, oh, geez. You know, yeah. in the middle of the night. And so I would definitely say that uh, smart locks with a digital keypad. Okay. Um, I have these smart air control, air uh, AC controls too, where I can contr- turn on or off the AC in my unit. Okay. Um, I got that <laughs> after I had a Colombian lady stay in there for a month during the pandemic and she ran up a electricity bill that was almost as much as my rent wow (laughs) great yeah so i can kind of monitor that so you can tell basically like i I mean i'm not sure like i know there's devices like you can tell like if the guests leave i guess and then if there's nobody in the apartment or if it's just you know yeah just turn off the air conditioning for because you're like hey you're renting my bill (laughs) yeah and i kind of have it automated 
too. So um, I have a motion sensor in inside and outside the door so you can tell when people are leaving and when they're arriving. So if people leave and it's there's no movement for 30 minutes or something, then it'll turn off the AC. Okay, okay that's really good. Yeah, yeah, that's really good for, for people to know. So this is probably like some of the biggest things like air conditioning, because obviously that can run up your bill, but... Um, yeah, to cut costs and... Yeah. Um, the other thing... Uh, my favorite thing right now is the Airbnb just set up automated messages mm. and especially here when I'm working during the day, you know, I can't respond to every question on Airbnb. Right. They have uh, keywords and stuff where they can give quick responses. And now it sends out a message. As soon as somebody books, it says, Hey, I'm super happy. It shows our space and yeah. da, da, da. in the future, I'll send you the information. And then one day before their arrival, they get a message with all the information and their door yeah. code and then before checkout, it kind of reminds them to clean up a little bit. Uh, you know, yeah. please leave us a good review. Hope you had a good stay. And so that takes out so much work for me being a pro. Yeah. And then I noticed also, too, that you had, you know, making people aware that Airbnb is not, you know, technically, it's not legal. And just kind of like, hey, yeah, don't, don't, don't be go, going don't around go. the building just yeah. you know, <laughs> blasting off like, hey, I'm in that Airbnb upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you help me out in uh, uh, PISO 12? <laughs> yeah, I'm, an Airbnb. I'm an Airbnb. I'm an Airbnb. I know. Just gotta... uh, um, I would say another thing that I've learned too is your price point is really important in Airbnb mm, mm -hmm. because um, everybody goes through that, especially in the beginning when you open your Airbnb, um, you got to start with a lower price because you don't have reviews yet, you know, right. and you got to build it up to the point where you can get to a price you like. And then, well, I guess I had experience during the pandemic. So I had to drop my price on everything because I lost four or five months of Right. Uh, business but i've learned too that once you find your price and obviously you want to get it higher but if you have you know a few empty days in between don't drop it okay because yeah. that's when you get a different class of guests yeah and that's, yeah. When, that's you when, get when i've had problems yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had money but i've had people trash my apartment on from booking.com on days that i just yeah. was like i really want to get this these days filled it's slow and yeah. i drop my price and then i have some you're all 1999 which just wasn't good wasn't yeah, working out exactly. <laughs> so it's definitely good to maintain that price because yeah. you're going to continue to get the same class of guest you know it, because yeah. people aren't going to want to pay my price for book or manga you know compared to american standards is really low but yeah down there that's a pretty high price it's the same price as you know the hilton and and the Dan Carlton Hotel basically per night. And so that's not a lot of people are going to want to pay that that are going to trash the place and right. leave there. Generally, people don't do that because, you know, you're not going to go to a place to do that if you care about Airbnb, which is right. Yeah. So I'd say the okay. price point's really important. And yeah, multiple platforms. Like I said, I'm on Booking and Airbnb and just got on VRBO. Oh, yeah, and that's really good to help fill a calendar and you can sync your calendars. Oh, cool. That's, that's nice. nice. Between that's the pages. Really nice. So okay. if it, one night gets reserved in Booking, it shows up on the VRBO and Airbnb calendar. So. Oh, that's okay. nice for you. Yeah, that really. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty simple to do. Yeah.
Now, so and you find working with the Airbnb, like just as far as like the mechanics of like the, you know, the, the interface and everything, it's pretty like user friendly and you know, getting to know everything. Yeah, I definitely uh, prefer Airbnb, mm, but okay. uh, a lot of people don't look for temporary stays as much on Airbnb. It's more like very seldom do I get like one, one or two night stays mm. on Airbnb, whereas booking, it's basically all one or two night stays. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, interesting. And yeah. so it's like more for filler, basically, is booking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't know as much about VRBO yet, but we'll see how that goes too. Okay. But okay. the shorter stays really pay more money. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Because they don't get a weekly discount, or you have your cleaning fee each day and everything, so it's a much higher price. It's a lot more work, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Okay. And now DNL is essentially your, your property manager, uh, your cleaning guy, uh, your eyes and ears on your guy on the ground, right? You kind of use them for everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're just starting this week to try out, uh, a new cleaning person that he's been training, I guess. Okay. And we're going to give her promise her like three or four cleanings a month to see if try her out see the same quality but yeah me and dno have liked to keep it kind of kind of lean and just yeah. us to keep costs and make sure everything's run right yeah right on now what um what's your uh return on investment i mean um it sounds like this is very scalable you just need people down there and apartments to do it right exactly and that's why we're going to start training this new uh cleaning lady because I'm going to look to try to open a third or fourth apartment soon. And like I told DNL, because he thinks he can be everywhere at once, but it's just impossible. No, if we have, yeah, yeah. If we have an apartment in another building and the same day we have three check-ins and check-outs, yeah, there's no way impossible. he can be in three places at once. And I said, right. the idea would be like, you're going to be the apartment manager down there more than, you know, you can run logistics and, you know, have people here or there to do that. But if we want to grow, we have to be able to yeah, you know, find some other people we depend on too that can do the same quality of work. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, so rent down there has got to be pretty cheap, right? Is it like under 300 bucks a month or? Yeah. Yeah. It is really cheap. Um, a lot of it has to do in Bucaramanga, I think, because the housing, um, situation there changed overnight in like three years, all these skies, scrape not skyscrapers but like 40 floor apartment buildings started going yeah. up and through everywhere just, yeah and it just drove down the price of rent and there's a lot of fast money that came into bucaramanga and went into a lot of building projects like um, much of money money laundering works okay okay <laughs> <laughs> cartel cartel stuff cartels yeah exactly yeah. which is really good for renters but not is so good for owners and yeah. That's why I like this um, rent and sublet uh, yeah. Yeah. strategy. Because right you're now, just like, yeah, because you're basically like, because hey, my rent is one. probably like 250 260 a month for each apartment. Okay. And then, okay. Yeah. And, and what the, can you get? Like, how many days do you have to have it rented out? And then, you know, is it like on day 20, everything from day 20 to 30 is profit, or, or how's the return? Uh, for me, well, I, Right now I'm supporting DNL on there too. And I'm trying to get him on his feet with, uh, 
if my if my apartment manager doesn't even have a good apartment and he's running you know trying to have like a luxury apartment down there that doesn't make sense for me so i want him and his daughter to be in a good place so right now i'm paying him a little more okay but um yeah it's profitable if i can get up to around two thousand dollars for the both apartments after rent and everything that's my goal every month okay 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 cool and out of 30 days on average how many are they rented out is it like 20 or 27 or probably in 2021 it's i would say it's more around 25 okay because it's really hard to meet uh you get one guy that screws up your whole calendar you'll book Mm. like two nights when you got like 20 in a row available Oh, right in the middle and i allow instant book so you can have some guy just like oh i want these two nights and then now you just search for you for you know the 10th through the 20th you won't show up in their search results all of a sudden yeah okay so you got it so there's these little gaps that's why i try to fill them with booking and i'm I'm getting more uh, return guests that direct message me too and then i just make a price uh, cash or bank transfer yeah and sometimes that works too so yeah okay okay cool man yeah and you uh you speak spanish as well so that's got to make it a lot easier right yeah i don't think i could do this if i didn't speak spanish yeah. it's yeah. all the hustle it takes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a lot of it's a lot of work i mean it's just it's not easy not easy no it's not easy but it's rewarding and yeah it's a project looking towards the future and something i'd like to try to replicate whether up here or expanding down there um, I think it's a, I recommend the business if you got the patience and time and, uh, enjoy it, I guess. Cause it's not going to always be easy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We can't, <clears throat> hence the cat. My whole time's <laughs> been a battle, you know, but yeah. we're finally every day we're in a better place from more experience. Yeah. And well, you've gone through a lot, damn, you got kicked out. I mean, you got a, yeah, the, Bought a bad, bought a bad business. <laughs> didn't you, didn't even have a, I'm learning about right? business little by little, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, kind of trial and error for me and I'm not uh, going to yeah. give up. I don't want to be an employee forever. And yeah. if uh, something from this works out or who knows, it could turn into something else knowing me. Yeah, but, no, you definitely grind, man. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's like uh, you've kind of proven the, the hustler mindset right there. You know, it's great, <laughs> yeah. man. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Yeah. This is interesting to us because, uh, like Daniel with his place, he's got a plan of uh, building a little uh, granny flat, uh, kind of out in his uh, uh, backyard area up in Santa Barbara. Oh, do it! I'd like to buy yeah. a place one hundred percent that has the yeah. same kind of thing, yeah, a big backyard, and I can either you know uh-huh. build a unit back there or maybe buy one that already has it. And so I'd like to get into Airbnb as well. Um, but, oh yeah. Uh, I- I imagine up here it's a little easier to run too. Yeah, yeah. You're not jumping through hoops and bribing door guards. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, ho, no ho hoes on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely more money. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, well, but yeah. it's cool, man. You got cat. I mean, you, I mean, you figured out a way to do cash flow in another country and not even uh-huh. in the country, and that's 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 a testament there, man. That's yeah, tough. and you don't even own the place to do it. You're you don't even that's own it. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cool. it's a low risk, but yeah, yeah, well, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. Well, I think, I think we, yeah, we covered, I think we covered a lot, man. I mean, just uh, you know, if anybody, oh, we need to figure out uh, if anybody wants to contact uh, uh, Dane as well, and you know, maybe wants to you know 
go down to Bucaramanga. You know, yes, uh, we'll throw, uh, <laughs> throw links in. Yeah, Bucaramanga uh, is a cool place. So I yeah. recommend. As you know, you're down there, I think. Yeah, no, I love it, man. You got, you know, got like the, the Grand Canyon stuff here. You got like Parasailing, uh, whitewater rafting. I mean, there's a there's a whole slew of stuff, you know, but I don't recommend taking any chicken buses. <laughs> Have you taken any moto taxis yet? You know what? I learned my lesson in Thailand. I take those <laughs> everywhere down there. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I haven't done that yet. I just found out that they actually officially have to put the mortality rate um, of oh, no. the buses of the buses when you go down to the station. I I need neglected to see that. <laughs> the mortality rates? Yeah, because the mortality rate of taking the buses, and that's why they leave it. That's why they all leave at night because they don't want you to see the road. <laughs> Uh, and, su and supposedly I was talking to somebody here and they're like, yeah, the bus drivers are really known to be crazy. And then I know another thing, don't take Have you ever sat in the front seat of one of those buses? No. And I don't think I'll I want to do it again. Oh, shit. See, it's terrifying. <laughs> you, just, you see everything. I had oh, a bus driver that would pass around corners on this mountain pass. And oh, I see, yeah. I, yep. I know. I know. He would I've, try to tell if other buses are coming by turning off his lights to look at their headlights. And he's like, I'm good. And I was like, what if the other bus driver is doing the same thing? He's like, oh, I never thought about that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Down, down like a thousand foot cliff. Yeah. <laughs> like right into a cocoa farm. Yes, exactly. Oh, God. Wow. No, dude, I'm never taking that. I, I found out all the information after I had to do that. Yeah, why don't you just take the $40 flight? And save yeah, it? dude, yeah. Well, no, you know what I found out, too? Those aren't even safe. Don't take the propeller planes, dude, in Columbia. They have like, yeah, but like a really... Oh, yeah, they're like, they're like way cheaper. That's the only direct flight to the coast from Bucaramanga. You know what? I Well, I found that out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I found that on the way back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, my plane has a propeller on it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bucaramanga is a cool place because if you guys have Up been coming, Colombia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. At the Bucaramanga airport, um, they used to have three crash planes on the side of the hill. <laughs> Just to remind you, you know. Well, every time you're taking off, you're like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> And when it became an international airport a couple of years ago, they had to, to come in and take that out. The oh, Jesus. FDA or whatever said, this isn't good. So yeah. they took out the crash planes there. Oh, man. Oh, man. But come to Bermuda. Like my nice apartments. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's a cool city. If anybody doesn't want to see like old school, like Colombia, the way like Medellin probably used to be or you know a lot of the cities then it, it's a it's a really it's a cool place very tranquil the weather's amazing 65 yeah, to 85 good. yeah it's uh good really good food i mean it's just there's a lot of cool stuff so and it's it's and it's the people a, really care about you and like it's not some over touristic place where a lot of foreigners have already ruined your reputation for you, yeah. you know. No, no, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you got a chance there. You, got, you know, no taxi. Get a chance for now. I don't know what my two yeah. girlfriend guest is doing about that. But. <laughs> <laughs> so That's get the, there now. Yeah, before, before the imperial today. tourism takes over. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Uh, Cool. Well, thank you, Dane. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll throw uh, links to your two apartments yeah. uh, in the show notes. So if you're listening and you want to take a, a trip down to Bucaramanga uh, and uh, have the amenities of America down there, then uh, <laughs> you can book one of uh, Dane's places. 
thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on, Dane. This was fun. Yeah, of course. This is hey, thanks, Dane. Okay, well, that was uh, that was some interesting uh, information. I like that. That um, um, that's a whole yeah, new just, approach to Airbnb. There, sublet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you know, are doing this. You know, not a lot, but you know, it's just another avenue to do Airbnb. So yeah, man, it's uh, it's just you know, to do it in other countries is a lot more difficult. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, just a, a testament to uh, to Dane. And, uh, you know, just how he did it and persevered and made it happen and has cash flow, you know, so it's all possible. Yes, yes, yes. So very cool. Uh, links to his uh, apartments are in the uh, in the show notes. So you guys can check that out. Um, next yeah. week, I am super excited. We have Alex Black coming on. He's the president and CEO of a uh, uh, small uh, junior mining company down in Chile. Yeah. And um, well, where else would it be? Yeah, uh, of course. Who else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's in Chile. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, mining company called Rio2. R I O 2.com uh, is where you can check it out. They got a bunch of videos to, uh, um, to the, the they, they've done all the exploring already. They've drilled a bunch of uh, um, uh, holes and found out that they're just sitting on like five million ounces of gold, and now it's a. He hopes well, the Phoenix, have, the Phoenix, Phoenix project, uh, gold right. project, yeah. Right. And right. Uh, so you guys can check that out. I've watched it, watched all their videos, and and uh, I'm really excited about this. It's um, this is what Jordan was talking about uh, finding a junior mining company that's under good management and uh, has a lot of potential. And, yeah. you know, it's and, not like and, they just go down there and just start producing gold. They, you know, there's no, hundreds of permits they have to get. They got to get roads in there. You got to get water. Uh, yeah, well, water right. To... You got to have to get water rights, which is a big thing as well. You got to put all mining. the buildings up, get electricity, uh, you know, um, you know, set up a camp for all your employees. It's a, it's a big process. But if you can get in on one of these uh, kind of in the beginning um, and they produce then you have the potential to make 10x uh of your investment so it's um yeah this should be should be interesting yeah yeah and you actually be able to talk to the ceo who actually has a stake in the company <laughs> yeah yeah he's got uh i think he bought like two and a half million worth of shares uh he's got like 15 million shares of the company so he's he's well invested as far as seeing the success of this thing uh, come through yeah if he doesn't retire after this, I don't know. Maybe a, maybe a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another interesting <laughs> thing, too, is there's a couple of big uh, uh, gold mining uh, uh, companies that are invested in him. Um, so that gives him a little street cred. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I have learned some stuff about gold. I've been, you know, researching this quite a bit uh, since I got on this gold kick. And... Um, I listened to a book recently, and one thing the guy was saying is that you kind of have to think of gold as more of like, not necessarily what it's paying per ounce right now, but look at gold as how it equates to uh, other commodities. So, for example, um, if you look back over history as far as what the median home price is, and then you look at what the spot price was of gold at that time, you can do a quick little division and find out that, okay, during this time in history, you know, a house was, 
$80,000 and that equated to being able to buy a house with 123 ounces of gold or 2,200 ounces of silver. And so I did this for uh, gold um, across the housing market and I kind of picked some of the peaks in the uh, in peaks and dips in the uh, in the housing market. And in 1980, you could have bought a house for 123 ounces of gold. Then 11 years later, uh, it was 450 ounces for that same for that same uh, house. And then in 2006, it was 909 ounces of gold for that same house. Oh. And then fast forward six years later, and now it's only 152 ounces of gold. So there's a, a big uh, discrepancy there, you know, and if you can time these uh, correctly, uh, you can really make a lot of money. And it also kind of gives you an idea of how much stuff costs in relation to uh, gold or silver. You can do the same with oil. Uh, oil was really interesting, man, because yeah. uh, back in 1980, it was 100 bucks a barrel. And with the gold right. price at that time, it was uh, 0.15 ounces of gold. Mm -hmm. um, so 15% of one ounce uh, would get you a barrel of oil. But now fast forward um, back uh, last year, um, oil was only 40 bucks a barrel and one fiftieth of one ounce would get you a barrel of oil. Uh, oh, wow. So far this year, yeah, the that's... last I checked, the price of uh, barrel oil was 60 bucks. And with the price of gold right now, it's um, uh, three one hundredths of an ounce will get you a barrel of oil. So I, I think oil might be a pretty good investment for the next uh, several years. You know, you and I got into that, not through any foresight like this um, no. last year, and we've killed it in 2020 on oil. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking we might need to up our stake a little bit in that. You know, I think commodities yeah, are going to be a big, uh, a big hit over the next few years with inflation yeah. going up. Definitely. Everybody seems to agree that inflation is on the rise. That seems to be one thing that's, especially people come on the show, just people talk to, books, what have you. Everybody's kind of in agreement on that. There's no real way around that. Yeah, yeah. And with uh, bond yields right now being like 1.5% and inflation being over 2%, you're essentially losing money by keeping your money in bonds. You know, it's not yeah. keeping up with inflation, and which is kind of what the government wants because if they can take out a loan and then pay you back 30 years later with less... <laughs> money. That's money. a good deal for them. Yeah, yeah, not for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I want to do these same things across the board uh, for other commodities, and um, then we can find some relatively, uh, um, you know, good deals and cheap times to get in. Yeah, yeah. Precious metals. I like it. I like it too. I like it too. It's interesting too because you know you can see that. Wow! In you know, 2006 when the housing prices were going through the roof it would have cost you 41,000 uh, ounces of silver to buy a house but just uh, you know 20 years uh, earlier it only would have cost you 2,000 ounces of silver to buy that same house you know so if you can get in on when silver and gold are relatively cheap which or have a good valuation now yeah. Um, yeah. you can cash in quite a bit later yeah and buy a house and buy a house. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> That's my whole plan with this thing. I want to, I want to, I want to play the precious metals game so that I can buy things like, uh, you know, houses, duplexes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Triplex. <laughs> yes. It's the monopoly game, but real life. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, oh, we have our uh, new website is up. 
stevebartonmoney.com. You can go there and check it out. Uh, we've got a couple of pictures up there and stuff. Dan, I, I love your uh, picture with you and the RPG. Thanks oh, yeah. Me. Doesn't everybody do that? Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody shoots RPGs on the weekend, man. No, no, no. Oh, if, uh, yeah. if you want to contact truck. us, uh, yeah. uh, stevebartonmoney at gmail.com. And, uh, or you can hit us up on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. That's all in the show notes. Um, yeah. And uh, don't forget to, uh, we'll take any, uh, any review we can get. Any review we can get. Yes. Five-star review would be uh, lovely on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, click that yeah. little uh, star thing on your. Steve uh, will give you a lap dance for one. Yes. Yes. I'll leave glitter <laughs> all over you for the wife to find. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because that's what he does. <laughs> yes, yes. Love to have you fill that out. We'll read it on the show. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that's it. You got yeah. anything else, Dan? No, I mean, that's it, man. Um, just heading back to the States uh, pretty soon. So uh, probably the next show will be, uh, it should be stateside. I've been gone over a month now. So yeah. Uh, yeah. How's Chacho yeah. doing? Well, he's still alive. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, got him, uh, I got a camera, you know what I mean? So I can check in on him from my phone. Do you have your cousin or aunt or someone going by and feeding him? Or yeah. It, well, no, 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 no. They had someone staying, staying there and watching him. So I'm making sure he has a pulse. So yeah, everything's okay. good. Keep, yeah. Keeping the chocolate and Twinkies uh, steady yeah. supplies. Yeah, chocolate. steady supply. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the smoker. When they stop smoking, they die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, just, this is what happens. So yeah, you just got to keep the Twinkies and Chocos up. Yep, yep. <laughs> Right on. Cool. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend and thank you for tuning in. Here is your weekly motivational speech. What is it that's going to truly fulfill you? What is it that's going to give you that extraordinary life? What's going to make things magnificent on your terms, not somebody else's terms, not your father, your mother, your background. What is that really? What if you live your whole life only to discover that it was wrong, that it was wrong, that you were chosen to do something else and you didn't do it. It is not the things we do in life that we regret on our deathbed, it is the things we do not. Because I assure you, I've done a lot of really stupid things and none of them bother me. All the mistakes and all the dopey things and all the times I was embarrassed, they don't matter. Last August, I was told that in all likelihood, I had three to six months left to live. Somebody said to me in light of those numbers, wow, so you're really beating the Grim Reaper. We don't beat the Reaper by living longer. We beat the reaper by living well and living fully.